Hi, this is Miss Laura, and welcome to the morning lesson. Today's story is a fourth grade story, Where the Kachinas Live. The Hopi people are a peaceful people. When they came from the yellow world to this world, they came here with the other peoples. The divine peoples, the mist peoples, the spider peoples, the talking gods, the zigzag lightning, the straight lightning, and so on. The spirits who came with the first people from the first world were known as Kachinas. There were many, many Kachinas spirits who came with them. There are hundreds of Kachina spirits and each one helps the people in many ways. Each of the Kachinas live with the Hopi for six months of the year and then they go away to their own secret places. In those first days in the world, the Kachinas taught the people how to plant the beans and let them grow up onto the corn stalks. The Kachinas could bring the rains. The Kachinas taught the people to build good homes. The Kachinas have power. Once when the enemy came and attacked the Hopi, the Kachinas helped the Hopi hide away in the mountain. The Kachinas afterwards could no longer stay with the people and they had to go away. They went to the perfect world inside the San Francisco mountains in Arizona. They had everything they could want in the perfect world, all kinds of beans and squash and corn. They would find yucca to strip down the leaves and make baskets. They had plenty of rabbits in the bush for dinner. Clean, sweet water, streams and lakes, all of the sacred trees grew there. It was a paradise. When they wanted rain, they would call black cloud or white cloud, and they would always come. When the Kachinas wanted a song, well, they would call the sweet birds to sing to them. When their children played in the rivers, they would leave their mud pies and footprints to be found by those lucky enough to know where to look. Now the people, the Hopi people, were very sad. They remembered the great power of the Kachinas. The people remembered the wisdom of the Kachinas. Oh, it came to be the time when the shortest day of the year, the death and rebirth of the sun came to be. The sun that shines bright for you and me. It makes our days long or short, depending on the time of the year. In the Northern Hemisphere, in our month of December, the days are very short. And at the winter solstice, the days begin to get longer. The Kachinas knew how to shift the day and bring back the sun. And now that the Kachinas no longer came, hidden in their perfect world, the people were worried. Would the sun come back without the Kachinas? Would the sun shine once again in the world? Oh, the Kachinas would know what to do. No one knows exactly who had the idea. I imagine the priest and the wise elders of the tribe remembered the lessons the Kachina taught. 
I imagine the priest and the wise leaders sat in council, in a kiva, perhaps, a round room special to the Hopi people. I imagine they discussed what to do since the Kachinas had gone away. And I imagine that they had many ideas, good ideas, bad ideas, silly ideas, undoable ideas, but they finally came to an agreement. This is the agreement they made. The best of the men would create fine costumes that would look like the Kachinas. The men would allow the spirits of the Kachinas to live inside of them and bring the wisdom of the Kachinas back into the world. The men who would dance gathered together and made beautiful costumes using feathers, gourds, leather, turquoise, dried grasses, and many other things that they had around. They decided which kachinas they would invite inside of them based on their costumes. At the winter solstice, the people gathered and sang songs and chants and danced. And the dances are stories, special stories, that bring the sun and the rain and the plants to grow. They are the songs of thanksgiving. They are the songs of love and the songs of gratitude. There is nothing more powerful than gratitude in the world. When the people name the things they are grateful for, more goodness comes to them as if they are like a magnet. This brings the Kachina spirits to stay with the people once more. On a hilltop lived Coyote and his wife. Now he had long seen the Kachinas preparing to do their dances. Coyote decided that he too would have a dance. Coyote went to the place where he could howl the best. And with a whoop, 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 oh, 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 he gathered the coyotes together. Listen, brothers, he said, let us have a kachina dance. Go and gather feathers and gourds and turquoise and shell, all things needed to make masks and costumes. And they did. Dutifully, all the coyotes went and found all the materials that they would need to dress like the kachinas and brought the supplies back to coyotes kiva. They sewed their kilts. They made fine headdresses with feathers and gourds. They made rattles and drums so that they could play music as they moved. They worked all night long on their costumes and they slept that night at coyotes kiva in the morning, they dressed as the Kachinas. Coyote sent the Kachina Coyotes to the four directions to the houses of the Kachinas. At Squash Seed Point lived the Hayaya Kachina. The Kachinas and the Coyotes in disguise gathered at Squash Seed Point, all coming from the four directions. And when they were all gathered, Hayaya Kachina called them all four times and began the procession to the northeast. On the way, even more Kachinas joined them. They made their way to Coyote's house at Ishmovala. Coyote and his wife had stayed at home with their children. They had not dressed up at all. 
Now here the coyotes and the kachinas had a dance. It just so happened that at this time, the people in the village had planned a coyote hunt. The coyotes were dangerous to the people and they had to ensure the coyotes did not come too close to their gardens and their animals. The coyotes liked to sneak into town and steal a yummy treat from the garden. So from time to time, the men would hunt the coyotes to keep their numbers small. On this particular day, the Arabi village had a hunt. The men went north, east, south, and west, but there were no coyotes to be found. They wondered where all the coyotes were. A hunting party went to the house of coyote at Ishmovala. The men surrounded the coyotes who did not see them until it was too late because of the mask that they wore. They tried to run away, but the men encircled them. Only Coyote and his wife and their children escaped because they did not have masks on and saw the danger. The men were well pleased that they had surprised their enemy. This story is a traditional story told by a traditional teller who is a Orabi tribe member whose name is Kawashva. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that name correctly. Um, and if I have mispronounced it, I mean no offense. Uh, I'm always on the hunt for interesting stories. And, and the tradition of the Kachinas is a wonderful way for us to explore the ways people have shown gratitude and love and thanksgiving for the spiritual world that surrounds them in all times and in all places. When I tell the stories from the Native American people, these are not my stories, but I'm very aware that these are stories that are deep and true and powerful for the peoples of the Americas, the first peoples here. I, I encourage you all to delve into more Native American stories and stories from the First Peoples, whether they be North American or South America or Central American uh, tribal nations. Uh, I think there's a wealth of stories that are just there begging to be told. Thank you for tuning in today and I hope you enjoyed this story. Bye!